Hey everyone, it's Ashley. I wanted to jump in here and explain what kind of episode you're having today. So the episode that you're about to hear is from a what we call Lunchtime Live. So every Tuesday and Thursday, Sean goes into one of our Facebook groups called Virginia Wholesale Real Estate. And he just does a little bit of a live Q&A sort of information session where he can he'll talk about things like uh, negotiating with sellers, how to find a seller's motivation, how to find deals or leads, how to vet cash buyers, things like that. And he opens it up so that people can jump on and have discussions with us. You'll see it. You'll hear a couple of those. Or people can just write in questions and we answer those as well. So I, because these are originally done as Facebook live videos, I've tried to edit it a little bit more to make it better for the podcast realm for those of you that prefer audio like I do. And if you're at all interested in joining those lunchtime lives, find us at Virginia Wholesale Real Estate on Facebook. And it's awesome because when you, um, through that group, you also have access to Sean's Sunday Zoom calls. So every Sunday around five, Sean jumps on with anyone who wants to jump on with him to discuss and answer questions about specific deals they're working on. So it's a great time to get some one-on-one questions answered about what you're doing and what your next step should be. So if you're interested in that, that's another great reason to join us on Virginia Wholesale Real Estate, especially because those Sunday Zoom calls will not be put on the podcast. That's only for people that have access to the group, to the Facebook group, and to our paid group. So even if you're in the Facebook group, you don't get access to old recordings. That's only for people in our paid group. So moving forward, these lunchtime lives, we're, we've got a little bit of a backlog right now. So we'll, we're kind of behind, but eventually we're going to get to the point where you will be getting them about a week after the people in Virginia Wholesale Real Estate. So if you're at all interested in that, like I said, find us on Facebook. The link should be in the show notes below. And you know, reach out to us. Tell us what types of conversations or topics you want to hear about on those. Even if you don't join us in the Facebook group and you want to hear them on here, we like a lot of feedback. So that's about it. Have a great day. And we're live. All right. What's up, guys? Sean Bowen, Full Circle Investment Group, wholesalingoutofthebox.com. So, Again, we're here at the Lunchtime Live, and uh, this episode, I wanted to talk with you guys um, about core values in your company. Uh, one of the things that anytime we bring on a new person that's operating with us at our company, anytime we bring on um, anybody really that's working with us as a private member, if somebody's working with us in our company, the first thing we talk about is the core values, right? Um, if any of you guys are reading any of the books, uh, one of the big ones is traction. And part of that EOS system is to have core values in your company. So personally, these are our core values for our company. And I suggest if you're trying to build a company or if you're trying to work with people, um, you have these. And I'm going to go through them. There's uh, six of them in general or total. And um, I always have this in front of me, guys. It's just in my head all the time, but it's always in front of me. So it's this sheet, right? And it sits on my board over there. But uh, we're going to go through them and one by one. So guys, remember while you're coming on, if you're watching us, uh, Ashley will have a, um, 
a little ticker here or a thing you guys can join us at StreamYard and jump on and go live and ask some questions. Uh, definitely encourage that, right? Whether you're here live now or if you're going over and watching the replay and asking questions, please do. Um, this is, you know, 30 minutes of time. We try to talk with you guys and connect with you, but also try to give you some information and help as well. So um, put my phone on mute. All right. So first one is committed to family. This actually brings up a really good point that we're, we're dealing with currently, which is next week is um, my wife's birthday. So we're going to be going out of town and we're going to be out and we can still operate because we're remote. Right. But being committed to family means that you're going to do those things and be there and be present. So <clears throat> that's a big one. Right. If, if you're working with us or if you're working with other people, to me, that's a big commitment that that means a lot to that person and who they are and why they are the way they are. And if they aren't, that's fine, but it just doesn't align with us as a company, right? Or, or people that work within our company. So everybody um, needs to have that commitment to family and family first, right? If something were happening inside of the company and, you know, it doesn't matter who it is, like we've had these discussions before, right? Uh, Sean, I can't do this. I got to go take care of family. Go. We'll be here. We're good. We don't need, we'll hold tight if we have to, but if not, we'll keep running, right? Family first. And that's most important. Um, so the second one is have fun. So obviously like this business is meant where you're going is having fun. This isn't just meant to be like, I got to get up and do the daily grind and this shit sucks, right? Like if this isn't fun, why are you doing it? That's a, that's another big one is taking the time to enjoy this process. Like it is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen automatically. There is no push button system and, and we do a lot of pushing buttons, but um, there is no push button system. So enjoy the process. Have fun with it. Right. This is time you won't get back. So you have to learn how to go and have fun and enjoy what you're doing. Right. That's a that's a big one. Um Value creates opportunity or value equals opportunity. Okay. So for me, that's what value are you as the person, the owner, as the employee, what do you provide for the value that actually equals an opportunity? Right. Let's give a good example of that. Um, building something inside of a company or for yourself to be, let's say you're building a, a spreadsheet, okay? And knowing that spreadsheet is going to be able to extract numbers, generate KPIs, and really see some data is gonna afford us the opportunity to make more money, okay? So that's a value that was created or was used to create an opportunity to make more money for the company or yourself or for the person in the company to make more money, right? So that's, that's a huge one that we always talk about with us or anybody we work with is what value do you bring um, to that situation, to that uh, organization, and then what opportunity does it afford you, right? That's a really big one. That's a, that's a really big one. Does the right thing. This is another one where just doing the right thing is ultimately that gut feeling um, You know, if you feel like you're doing something wrong or if you feel like you're doing something bad, you just have that gut feeling or that feeling in your in your inner body that's just like, man, I'm doing the wrong thing, right? And that's usually your your inner telling you your person, your good person, the good side of you, right? Like the little devil or the little angel sitting on your shoulder. And it's if you think you're doing the wrong thing, check yourself, stop, restart, 
and just do the right thing. Maybe sometimes that doesn't afford you to make money. Maybe sometimes it doesn't work out to where it was what you wanted to do, but it goes back on, hey, my word is what I say I'm going to do. What I'm, what I'm trying to finish here is actually going to go through. Um, and I'll give an example of that. We had a deal that we just recently closed. Um, and I went in and totally screwed up the numbers on square footage, right? I've been in this game for 10 years, guys. And I got the square footage wrong. So it was my mistake. And I went back to the seller and I said, look, I screwed up on these numbers. I got, I'm going to have to come down on my price. And I can't do anything but say, I'm sorry and I'm wrong. But if you can come down to this number, we can get it moved. We can get it closed and we can do the deal. And they hesitated and they weren't, they weren't liking the fact that I came back lower, right? But the just just doing the right thing is by going back to them and saying, I screwed up, right? And I'm willing to take that loss. So we ended up doing the deal. We made we were supposed to make like 10 grand on it, maybe 13 on it. We ended up making five, right? And fortunate enough I was able to make some money. But doing the right thing was to get the deal done, do what you say you're going to do and make it happen. That is part of this business. It isn't always going to work out. We're going to make money. But if the name that you hold, your personal name, your company name, whatever, means more to you than doing the wrong thing, I would rather do that. I would rather keep a good company name. I'd rather everybody know that works with me or works with my company or people that represent my company all are on the same page. You know what? They didn't do they didn't get what they wanted, but they did the right thing and made it happen. Right. So that's what I mean by doing the right thing. Just listen to your gut feeling and just do the right thing. Everybody got brought up that way. Tell the truth. Don't lie. Right. That kind of stuff. <clears throat> so just do the right thing. That's a good point to always be good in business. At. Um, encourages creativity and ability. So this is a really good one where it's always building. Right. It's always growing. It's always going to the next step, going to make things better. Right. So creativity is what what are we doing like as a company what are you doing in this spot and what are you doing to make things better for your spot and your role or like like say your lane right like I'm gonna stay in my lane you stay in your lane right but we encourage those people to be creative which ultimately gets the ability to do things and get things done all right so this is another one that's massive is encourage people that you work with encourage those individuals to do better to do bigger to strive farther and harder, right? Those are the things that that's a big, big point for us as far as like our unique ability and core values and our company, right? Those are massive. And that's what I feel like is another really good one that if anybody's coming on working with us, you got to be willing to be creative and, and listen to the encouragement so that you can, right? Everybody needs that kind of like kick in the ass and get you going again, right? Cause you know, business beats on you. So that's part of it. I have the, I'm part of groups where it does the same thing. You know, it's hard being a business owner, but if you stay in certain groups, they're higher than you and doing better than you. They always bring you up. Right. So I always say like, you're never too good. You're never too big and you're never smarter or smart enough. You can always learn more. Right. So take the time. If you've learned something specific, like your craft, take the time to teach somebody that. Right. So, for me, I see a lot of guys in the industry maybe have been in for a while. They get frustrated with new guys or new wholesalers or want to be a wholesaler and learning. Like everybody has to start somewhere. Everybody's going to start at ground zero and you got to work your way up. 
right? So what makes you so good that you can't take a few minutes to help that person explain to them? Now, it's totally different when <clears throat> that person comes back, they ask the same question, they don't do anything with the original information you gave them. Like, yeah, we're going to cut that off at a certain point, right? But the ones that do, the people that actually do take the time to take what you've encourage them on for the creativity to get the ability to do these deals, that's where it matters, right? That you're taking the time to do that. And I, I encourage a lot of people to do that. Is hey, like, what do you need help with? Okay, cool, let's talk about it. All right, here's the information we're gonna try, here's the information you're gonna use, and then we'll talk next week, right? So that's another piece of this. Encourage uh, creativity ultimately comes into ability, right? And the last one you guys probably always see me posting a lot um, is the hashtag hustle real estate, right? Guys, I have enjoyed this business so much that it is a hustle, right? And there's a difference between hustling in the positive where you're doing things and your daily movement, moving the needle up, right? And you're getting a forward progress in the, in the business, but it is a hustle, right? And you got to move and you got to go and you got to make shit happen. That is what this business is about. And that's why that hashtag came in and I developed it was, you know, hashtag hustle real estate was because that's what we do. It's what I do in my business. It's what our company does, right? They're always pushing. They're always hustling to do better. Get on the phone, talk with sellers, um, talk with buyers, follow up with sellers, right? We had a uh, some comments today in our in our Facebook groups where guys were talking about, you know, playing follow-up. And what does that mean? It means you're actually hustling to do the deals. Um, the hustle is not uh, – some people look at the word hustle as like it could be a derogatory, right? Like you're trying to hustle somebody out of something or you're trying to hustle in a negative way versus the way that I look at it is, is like you are doing what it takes to get to the next level and do better and more every single time. Right. So if we look at all these together, they they kind of start from the what I think is the most important all the way down. Right. So we'll go through them again. And it's being committed to family. You have fun. The value creates opportunity. Uh, you do the right thing and encourages creativity and ability and then has hustle. Right. You have to hustle. So. Guys, this was uh, one of the times I wanted to come in here and, you know, just really talk about what we're trying to build to help you guys. Like this channel is going to be a YouTube channel and I think a lot of this stuff will come into podcasts, but this is what I feel like is to help individuals like I got helped when I started. And it was a big eye opener, right? It was a massive eye opener and it got me traction for sure. Um, and it actually gave me a better direction, right? So giving yourself a target, right? I talked to a lot of people and it's like, Hey, how much, how much money you want to make this year? And I, guys, I will give you a percentage. I would say probably nine out of 10 people will tell me I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Right? So how do you reverse engineer that? And I tell them the same thing every time, reverse it into a month, reverse it into a week, reverse it into a day. And if you really care, reverse it into an hour. Right. Because some people are that's where their thoughts are right now, because that's how they were trained or that's how they were brought up in, in this business world or in this life of family. That's, you know, you make this much money an hour and that's what you make. Right. So it's these core values, I feel like, are a massive piece for people that we want to work with. 
right? When I decide to work with somebody, if I do a joint venture, I like to send these over and, and talk to them about them. Hey, do you, does this kind of resonate with you? Does this, does it, do you feel like this works with what we want to do? Do you feel like you have these same attributes or these same things that you get on board with? And it's usually a litmus test, right? It's like a definer of no, I'm not interested with that person or yes, I'm interested with that person because maybe it's a same fit fit for us, right? Like we, you might not like working with us. You might not believe in any of these core values, right? Like they don't resonate with you at all and that's okay. Right. That just means that you operate different from how we operate. And that's what makes everybody unique in their own company. Everybody will have their own core values, but it's really digging deep into you personally, what you as a person believe and want to have others that you work with, hopefully do the same, feel the same um, and want that 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 end goal. Right. Which is all of these. Uh, these are all massive to me. And they really, every single day we talk about, it. you know, anytime something goes wrong in the company, it's all like, well, did you do the right thing? Right. Or man, we're having a lot of fun with this. Right. Or, um, you know, value creates, that's probably one of my biggest ones in the company I talk about is value creates opportunity. Right. It's huge. And then I can tell you anybody that's ever worked around me or with me, we all talk about it. Right. And we're very very significant with these pieces. So guys, while we're on here, um, wanted to, you know, if you guys are here and you're live, we had a few people watching, post some questions. Does this, does this resonate with you? Do you have some specific core values that you have personally that you feel as though um, stand out for yourself? Maybe you, your family had brought you up in these values and some people call them different things, but core values is what I call them. Um, and also in these books, you know, this is another one that, the book traction comments to most of most of the time um, is core values, right? Like as a business owner, you have to have these because it could flatten your company if you don't. Like if you bring people in that doesn't work, like he could be a great sales guy, but he doesn't do the right thing, and he's does something underhanded or it doesn't work, right? That's not us. We don't want that. We want them to do the right thing and do it and have fun doing it, right? So. Um, Anything? Let's see, guys. Who we got in here? We had two viewers currently. We had somebody say, "Hey, I'm not sure who that is because it doesn't show the name." Um, but yeah, guys, uh, just coming. In, we try to do these little lunchtime lives to get some information to you guys and try to do some more interaction and connecting with you guys and speaking to these things, so that you can kind of get a sense of maybe where you're trying to go as a business. Right. When everybody starts, you start as everything is one. Right. You're the cook, the dishwasher, the owner, the manager, like you do all of it. Right. So as you build, you're going to slowly take pieces away. And some of those pieces are, you know, what's the what's the down to the very basics. Right. If you even if you're in home in a home office, who empties your trash? You do. Right. Like and then eventually. If you're not in that home office and you're in a office, do you have somebody to come and does that, right? And then we talk about um, getting things off of your plate as a business owner that you have to in order to grow. Your time is best used in certain scenarios or certain places, which is not on the things that are very time consuming, but they have to be done, right? So data mining, that is done by a virtual assistant, but you can't teach a virtual assistant how to do that if you don't know. Right. And you can come up with a baseline idea. And maybe as you bring that assistant on, they come up with even more uh, progressive, better operations and systems that allow it to function even better. 
right? So this is all part of growing your company. And these are, these are some of the things that as a business owner myself, I've been in for 10 years, you know, and I'm going to come from a contracting background and then going over to just fix and flips and wholesales and rehab or um, new construction and then buying holds. Like there's never a not learning moment, guys, always. There's always a learning moment and you have to learn how to just roll with that. And that that's why I'll go back to the has fun part. You know, one of those, those core values we talked about was just having fun, like just have fun with this. Like I always tell people like every there's no such thing in real estate that is an emergency unless you're dealing with rehab, a water pipe bust, a fire or somebody got hurt. Those are like major things. Right. But otherwise, there is no emergency. Right. We everything. Is going to work out, and if it doesn't, we'll figure out what has to happen. But this is all part of the process, right? So enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, let it happen. Be okay with screwing things up, uh, be okay with learning, and be open to it, right? And then surround yourself with those people. That's another thing I feel like is a lot of people are the, the social media can do this whole flashy thing, right? Where you can be very flashy and look like you're, you know, making the shit ton of money and but you know all this kind of stuff and you really don't. So listen to specifically the people that, or pay attention to the people that you're watching and learning and absorbing their information, hopefully like this, right? So we do this and speak to it because we do it, right? We, we talk to the things that we know. I'm never the pie in the sky person. Um, I'm not going to talk about things that I don't know about because how is that helping anybody, right? So surround yourself with those people, get in a circle, get in that group. And that goes back to the value creates opportunity, right? The value currently is you guys are learning what to do if you're brand new, then go join a group, go join some people on like Virginia wholesale real estate. We have that as an open group every Sunday. We do a live call from five to 6 PM, right? And that's just an hour of time that I give back to the, to that group and that, that industry because it's what I know, right? If I'd had somebody be able to do this for me when I first started, I would have been way faster and learned quicker and not made as many mistakes because you're going to make mistakes. But man, I'd have been in a totally different game, <laughs> totally different world. So um, surround yourself with those people, guys. Get in, get into that circle of people that are doing the business, not just talking about it, but doing it, right? Look at the numbers. Ask for KPIs. You know, look at the systems and if people don't want to show you that, then they're probably not the person you want to follow. They're probably not the person that's you're going to be able to get where you want to get, because how do you go to a person and say, I want to make one hundred thousand dollars a year? They've never made one hundred thousand dollars. Right. Um, they don't know what it's like for the systems and operations and things to break and fix. Like they don't know that. That's OK. But I don't want to waste my time listening to somebody that doesn't know that. So get yourself around those people. Uh, join us on those Sunday calls uh, for those people that are watching now or watching the replay. Um, get in there, hold yourself accountable, make action happen. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, so we'll do business with you guys, hopefully. Right. So, guys, we're right here. Real close. I'm trying to keep it within, you know, the 30 minute window. If we got done a little bit early, so be it. But um, guys, I re really appreciate you being here, taking the time to watch this. Um, again, spending the time to listen, hopefully reach out and ask us questions. Um, and then obviously 
figuring out your core values. You know, take the time to establish your core values for yourself, what you want your company to look like. What do you want to look like as a business, right? Um, do you just want a high paying job or do you want a business that people that you bring on to work with you, um, they value your core values to resonate with and they agree to them because they agree within themselves, right? So I look forward to helping you guys. Uh, always over here looking for more information to help you with and uh, looking to reach out and connect and do business. Um, doesn't matter if you're local or not. You know, I love the guys that are local and I can help more and deeper. But if you are watching this or you're seeing this and you're somewhere in our Virginia area, um, please reach out, ask questions. That's like I always tell people like, I'm not that cool. I'm not that important, right? You can reach out to me and I can still help you. Um, we just do this business and hopefully you guys are able to ask those questions. We can get the answer for you. Uh, somebody wrote in here, what time are the Sunday calls? Um, those are from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Um, so if you go into the events page, you should see it on there. Uh, you can join it. It'll save in your calendar, I think. Um, whatever you got to do, you know, to get yourself, get yourself reminded so you can come in and do that. Um, but yeah, reach out to us and ask some questions. Um, how do you make offers on potential sellers? Um, jump in there on Sundays and ask us. Uh, it's a very, that's a very broad question, right? How do you make offers to potential sellers? Um, why do they want to sell is, is my question. Um, are you able to help them with their, with their, do they have a problem you have to solve? Do you have a problem that you can help them fix, right? It's not always about the numerical number. It's not always about the, just the numbers. If that person trusts and believe in you and wants to work with you is how that deal will come to fruition, right? So taking the time to ask these questions, and that's, again, it's a great question on how do you offer, uh, how do you make offers on potential sellers? But very broad question. What kind of seller are you dealing with? Um, unmotivated, motivated. Um, and then digging in deep into their why as a big, big piece. So jump on Sundays with us uh, over there. And that, that's the Virginia Wholesale Real Estate Group. Go to the events page and um, hopefully that should help you. Um, yes, want, yes, want to let go of some land. Would you make an offer over the phone or email? Uh, I can't see who you are, but maybe you can come on here live and we can go live. This is a good talk. I would love to talk with you live. Um, if Ashley will give you the link here, you can join us and then we'll bring you on for a second and uh, we'll talk about that. Can't, again, I can't see who you are. It just says Facebook user. Um, but let me know. Let me know if you want to come on here. Let's talk, talk, uh, talk about that. I'm very familiar with making offers on land. Um, let's talk about that. I'm not sure if Ashley can see who you are. <clears throat> it says a Facebook user, so I'm assuming it's on some Facebook group. But uh, hit that link. Let's go live. Let's talk about it. Yeah, the link is in the comments, and it looks like that was Sparkle Lee. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, just uh, hit the link. You'll come up in the, uh, in the chat, and you guys, you and Sean, can have a little bit more conversation about it. Yeah, they got that link that Ashley did. Um, click on that and see if that'll allow you to come in here. Um, but let me know. Yeah, she's saying that uh, – hold on one second. She's saying that she doesn't know how to, so I'm just reposting the link. Okay. Um, if my computer lets me. Yeah, Sparkle just uh, – I think that's what her name was or his name. Um, 
just go to that link and then click on that. That should allow you to come in. And um, let's get you on here and live and let's talk about it. That's a, that's a good talk. Really good talk. I'd love to go live with you and ask you direct. Guys, I like doing these, but I love live interaction better. Um, these are great to talk to and help you guys, but I am super extrovert. I love talking to people and I don't mind talking to people. So. Do we have her on here? He on here? I'm not sure who we're talking to. Can you, can you hear us? Hello, hello. Marco, yeah. can you hear us? Hello. Marco, can you hear us? Yep, somebody's got sound back there. I'm not sure what's going on. Can you hear me? There we go. There you go. Oh, yay. Awesome. Very good. You have a camera? Can we see who you are? Is that okay? So I hear you, Ashley, but I cannot hear. I can't hear him talking. Can you hear us now? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. So you can hear me, but you can't hear Sean? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me remove you from the stream real fast and then add you back in and hopefully that'll help. Okay. Awesome. Get this up and running. All right. Um, Sean, say something. Yep. I'm here. Can you hear me, Sparkle? I see his mouth moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, figures. Um, okay. Let me remove Sean and see if that works. All right. How about now? How about now? Can you hear me oh, now? Oh, okay. Yes. Now I can hear you. Awesome. Yes. All right. Do you have a camera? Can we see who we're talking to? Um, I do. Hold on one second. Um, how to, oh, video. Yes. There she is. Oh, hey. Good morning. Thank you so much for going live. Um, definitely, I'm, definitely. I'm a newbie, so I have two million questions, but I just saw that you were live, and I was just like, you know what? It would be great to talk and get some uh, information. Yeah. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit more about, um, I think your question was, you'd like to let go of some, or you'd like to go after land, I'm assuming as like a wholesaler? So not me. Yes, a potential seller. Um, and I am trying to help him. Um, by wholesaling the deal, but since I am new, I don't know kind of how to make the offer to him. Oh, good. Um, okay. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how do I do that? Should I do yeah. that just via phone or should I try to send him an email or should I be um, doing something a little bit more formal, maybe like drafting up something? I don't know. Nah, like, this is one thing I'll say about real estate. It doesn't have to be so formal, right? You actually get farther and you get better connected with people by just being you and just having conversations like this, right? So one land, the one big thing you want to understand is, is what is it as in what's its square footage? What is it zone? Does it have water and sewer? Does it have septic and well? Um, what are new construction sales going on around the area, right? All of these pieces are what come with understanding land and how to make an offer. So in the reverse engineer of that, it would be like, take whatever new construction sales are, do the 75% loan to value, and then depending on where the property is, 
location wise, we use $75 a square foot to build a new home here in Hampton Roads. So that would be your rehab number. Right. And then from there, you put in whatever mayo you want to make for yourself as far as like a um, wholesale fee. And then that will give you your number to offer them. Right. So it's understanding what you're looking at as far as how do you reverse engineer the deal, but really understanding what does he have? So I always ask the sellers, like, you want to sell land? Do you have a survey of the property? Mm-hmm. Um, surveys are going to give you square footage of the lot. They're going to give you everything that's on it. If Maybe there was a house at one point or there wasn't. Um, then zoning would be looked up at the city, right? Like, what's the zoning for the city? Um, or is this local to Hampton Roads? Where, is it the, where are you looking at? So in D.C., actually. In D.C., okay. So it's just like anywhere, any city, they should be able to share all that information with you on the public website. So you want to look it up itself, look up what the zoning code is and what that requires. And I'll give you an example. Zoning code here would be R6 or SF10, right? So single family 10 would stand for the lot got to be minimum 50 feet wide. It's got to be a hundred feet deep and total 5,000 square feet of lot space in order to build a home that allows 30 foot setbacks on the front, 30 foot setbacks on the side, five on or the back and the front, and then five on the left and 10 on the right, or flip those around. Knowing that zoning code, knowing whether or not you can or can't build on that lot is a massive piece, right? So if you are the person that's going to understand that, you have to be able to know that ahead of time to go and sell to the guys that do know that information. And if you don't, I would say learning from, uh, a local new builder guy, new new construction builder is mm-hmm. kind of where I started, right? I wanted to get into the new construction building and I didn't know anything about it. So I went to like the third biggest builder in our area and I said, Hey, I'm trying to find some deals for you, but I just don't know shit about new construction. I don't know nothing. So can you tell me where to go and how to do it so that I can bring you those deals? And that was the same talk he gave me. I need this information. I need to know that information in order to be able to give you a a true off, a true price that I could buy it for. Got it. So, okay, good. Um, I would I should have been taking notes when you gave me uh, the actual formula of how to get the ARV and things like that. But I do have the square footage, the zoning, um, what he's potentially um, want, what he's wanting for the property, as well as I've done some research myself on the MLS to see the land that has sold within a mile of that area and that's active and that has um, this pending and things like that to try to get a comparison. But um, that was the part that I was missing about how to actually, I guess, get the, the, the ARV and my number in there. Yeah. So let's go over that again real quick. Okay. So let me get a pen and paper before you start talking. Okay. (laughs) And just so you know, this is going to be, it's uh, going to be saved into the Facebook group, I think. Um, so you should be able to go back and rewatch it. And if not, it'll definitely be on YouTube and on our podcast once we get that, uh, start releasing those. So, oh, okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. If you miss something, the record is there. <laughs> All good. So let's do it again, right? So we're going to go off okay. of ARV. Now, when we talk about ARV, remember when you're pulling comps, you don't want to go across any major roadways, interstates, and waterways, right? You want to stay within that little vicinity because we all know if you jump across a main road, you can jump into another neighborhood. That's going to affect your comps. You jump across a railroad track, you know for sure that could affect it. 
So be very descriptive on that piece of where you're staying for your comps. Um, so I did it within a mile. Is that okay? Within one mile. Depends. Of that it depends, right? Because if in that mile you jump over a major road or interstate, you could be in another area, right? And the comps would not match or support what you're trying to get for this. Um, so I would say when I say major roadways, I'm thinking like interstates and made what we call arteries inside of uh, different different towns. Like if you have, for example, we've got an interstate here called 264. If you jump across that interstate, you would end up in a completely different area where comps would be way higher. And then if you came on the other side of it, it could be way lower. So maybe you see a new construction built on the other side of the interstate, but nobody would ever build new construction on this side of the interstate because it's just nobody's doing that. Right. So that's a big help for you. Um, and then waterways, meaning I don't care if there's like here locally in Hampton Roads, we're talking um, bays, lakes, rivers, uh, stuff like that, that are considered waterways. When you jump across those, they could do the same effect as if you were jumping across interstates or railroads. So uh, ARV, right, whatever is selling in that immediate area, that is, that's your new construction comp. So let's take, let's just say $265,000 is the ARV. Okay? okay. And you're going to use the, for this case, in this scenario, let's just use 70% loan to value. So 265 times 70%. I'm at 185.5. And the houses you see being built are roughly, let's say, 2,000 square feet. Okay. So we need to know what that cost is to build. And I'm going to give you an example of the number I know here for Hampton Roads, and that's $75 a square foot. So if I take 75 times uh, 2,000, okay. it tells me I'm at 150, 150,000, okay? okay? So it's going to cost me 150 grand to build that house. So I've got to take the 185 minus the 150, I'm at 35,000. Now okay. that would be my offer if I had not included a wholesale fee. So let's just say I want to make 10 grand. My offer to the seller can't be more than $25,000. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Okay. If you want to make 10 grand, then offer cannot be more than, say that again? 25,000. Okay. That's just that, that's that mayo that worked out for that formula. Now here's an example of this. I'm writing the example down. Yep, that doesn't always that doesn't always play out that way. Because maybe it doesn't cost that builder seventy-five dollars a square foot to build. They might be lower. But that's where you're reaching out to some new build guys and asking the question. Right? So people are like, where do I find the new build guys? Well, it's just like you find if you're doing research on buyers in general for an area, you do the same thing for buyers that are new construction. So if you're on uh, Zill, actually you said you had MLS, right? Okay. I think you're muted. There you go. Okay. Now I hear you. You're good. So oh, <laughs> if you are looking at new construction, you want to go 2019 and above only, right? For sales. And you want to see what those sales were within the past 365 days. When you pull that, obviously you'll get a list full of, I would actually look at active, pending, and sold because active will show you the guys that are in the middle of trying to sell that home. 
Sold will show you the guys that obviously completed them, and pending is the same thing as the guys that are trying to sell. They're just under contract. Those would be the people I would reach out to, right? Now, here's where the grit and grind comes in. Maybe you got to drive that neighborhood so that you can go up to that home and look at the permit, take a picture of that name and a picture of the permit, and then call that builder. Because you, I don't if you if you're in the realtor world. Having to call a realtor is like just another person in between talking to the guy you need to talk to, right? Right. So a lot, a lot of misconfusion slash words might get construed between the things you're asking and then trying to get the answer out of the builder through the realtor. I would rather go directly to the builder. Okay. So your Mayo formula would be whatever new construction you're calling for. Times 70%, and this is the number we use, so you got to play out those numbers what they use. Um, minus the cost to build, whatever your wholesale fee is, that's your offer to your seller. But then verify that with some of the buildings you're going to do questions with. Got it. Is that helpful? Man, that was like perfect <laughs> on point. And it makes so much more sense to me now and it's clear. Good. Um, because I didn't have a process at first, didn't have any steps, um, yeah. you know, to take. So now it's so much clearer, and I kind of have a way forward. So this was perfect. Um, do you do any other um mentoring or consulting or anything like that sure. in case us newbies need to be able to hey ask these questions for potential deals? Because I got I'm overwhelmed with all of the technology that you wholesalers are using and um yeah. that I've been re recommended to use, um. I've reached out to some coaches and the, the upfront cost is super expensive. So you, you tap into the marketing budget when you do that, paying upfront for coaching. So it's just a lot going on with me trying to dive out there and learning myself um, and then not having a, a process or steps or not using the right tools or buying this and buying that. So it just becomes overwhelming. So this was perfect to be able to at least have a starting place uh, with a potential uh, seller that wants to sell some land. And this was just me diving out over the weekend um, with reaching out to people over deal uh, deal machine. I had captured them or whatever. So yeah. this was just, yeah, this was tremendous. So yeah, if we need that help or if I need that help, how can we go about getting that? Yeah, just go check us out at wholesalingoutofthebox.com. And I would think probably to start with, there's a little strategy session you can sign up for. It's a 30-minute strategy session and you pay 50 okay. bucks. And I'm on there for 30 minutes. I'm going to try to get as many questions answered for you as you can. Perfect. So I will be doing that ASAP. Okay. <laughs> also, join us. Uh, where did you originally find this at? Was it in Virginia Wholesale Real Estate? Um, I believe so, yes. I'm a part okay. of a couple of them, but I think that's where I found this one. Yeah. So the strategy session is obviously one-on-one. -on -one. You've got my time. We're talking. We're doing share screens. Whatever to help you. Um, also, jump on the Sundays. Um, the Sunday call is from 5 to 6 p.m., and that's just yeah. an hour where we get anybody and everybody that wants to jump in there. There is no fee, and we try to get everybody like to ask the question, and then okay. the mass can get answers of multiple things because everybody's probably asking the same question in the beginning. Um, yeah. But that's another big one. We've actually got a guy that is the guy is from Israel. I've never met him. He has come in from that group from like this type of thing. 
And he is under contract currently doing his first deal just by like those oh, wow. little th- those little strategy sessions. So he's uh, I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. That'll be the first time I've ever had somebody international take the information that we've given them, put it to work, yeah. do it, get there. You know, like I'm super pumped for him. It'll be awesome. Yeah, got it, got it. No, that is amazing. Like this is so I'm I am so appreciative of just being able to have the the conversation and get some uh, questions answered. Not a lot of people, you know, are giving you the breakdown as as detailed as you gave. So I appreciate that, and it helps us. And then you, we can help other people. Yeah, there's enough business obviously for everybody to be able to work. So definitely. I mean, this is just amazing, and I appreciate it. So I will definitely be on a Sunday calls, but I don't think I have. I, I think I'll set up an alert, I guess, to find out when you guys go live. Then that way I can always kind of jump on and know what's happening. Yeah. Coming, so I'll do that. Yeah, send yourself a smoke signal, throw a flare out. What do we got to do to remind yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely. Jump over Thank there. You so much. So jump, jump over at box.com. Sign up for that strategy session. And uh, let's, let's get you help as much as we can. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, John. Have a great day, and thank you for your time again. All right. Thanks, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Good talk. Good talk. So, guys, uh, we've gone a little bit farther here, which is good. That's a good conversation. I enjoy having those. I would love to have more of those um, in these sessions. Um, guys, we're here to help, right? If that – Anybody watching the replay or anybody that sees this live and asking questions, like that's what we're looking to do is really get you guys some solid information, some like something you can take today and put into work and like make it happen. Right. That's that's what we're looking to do. So, again, I appreciate you guys jumping on here. Um, This this one was for our core values and turned into a little strategy session. That was good. So uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you more, talking to more of you guys, meeting more of you and doing business with you. doesn't matter where you're at, right? This is the internet and we can help you as much as we can. This stuff is virtual. It can, the same processes and procedures that we have here, you can take those identical pieces and just pick them up and put them in your market. It works. I've done it. I've done virtual deals. I've done a few virtual deals actually. I've never seen the house. And it's because this business, that's these pieces work, right? So no need to reinvent the wheel. Um, if you do need things or you want to sign up for those strategy sessions, wholesalingoutofthebox.com. There's plenty of things there to check us out and get things to help you in this business. Virginia Wholesale Real Estate is another great open group. And, of course, we'll have our um, working on podcast for you and we're working on the um, YouTube channel for you. So we'll have those up in here running shortly. But guys, again, appreciate you staying around. And if you watch this all the way through, thank you so much. And I look forward to being back on these more, you know, lunchtime lives and uh, some interacting going on there. But otherwise, appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. Hey, everyone. It's Ashley with Wholesaling Out of the Box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all Uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better so that we can give you the content that you're looking for so if you could leave us a review that would be magical 
And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.